Welcome everyone to another episode of Two Men No Hope. Uh, before I always forget, uh, if you enjoy the show, please follow us on Spotify, follow our social medias. We're always adding new things, so uh, you don't want to miss out, so please hit that follow, and if you're generous enough, leave us them stars. Five, preferably, but give us your honest opinion. How you doing, Jamie? Good, mate, good. Happy to be back. Happy... Uh to be recording again i think it's well needed i've had like the last two days i've just been sitting there for the new two 2k game come out the new basketball game oh yeah and i've been sitting there like in pure frustration because i've started again with my character (laughs) i go for it every year where i start my character again and then i'm just like i'm shit i'm so shit this game fuck's sake i hate it and all this stuff and then about two months in i'm like a beast again and i'm just loving life for about six months then it happens again can you not can you not transfer your players over from the previous game Nah, not really because like each year they try to imp- obviously you would think it would be the same otherwise but each year they try to like make it more like in person so this year there's a like a lot you can't have like a lot of attributes that you was able to last year and all this stuff is di- and it's all different in how the builds are made and shit it's fucking you end up watching about two hours worth of YouTube videos trying to figure out your way to make the best guy you possibly can. And then you go in and you're getting dogged by who you pays that you know are the worst players in the league. <laughs> Fucking hell. I would ask you, right? So, obviously, I've been trying to um, improve our YouTube and stuff like that. Mm. And I've been putting, like, our full episodes in, like, a playlist called the uh, pod- well, podcast playlist, which I'm told in America puts us in youtube music i don't know if that's true or not right but some fucking cunt every time i go in there like at least once a week i check the playlist to see for like views and that there's some fucking basketball game video in there and i'm like who the fuck is putting this in there you're not accidentally pressing a button and adding it to our own playlist are you uh what kind of basketball game is it like the actual game play it's someone playing it uh no i wouldn't say so i just so save I, it i wouldn't save it to a playlist i just save it as a watch later thing next time my um it happens i'll set, take a screenshot and i'll message it to you because it's doing my heading because i'm like <laughs> oh the last one was called um new fastest way to max badges yeah that's what i was looking at earlier yeah so you're adding them to our fucking playlist really yeah clunge <laughs> but you just, I just thought some dickheads trying to. Later. It's, you're adding it to our our podcast playlist. How the fuck does that happen then? <laughs> I'm cursing some stranger out. I'm like, who's this dickhead trying to put his. Like, is this some sort of scam to get more views on their videos? <laughs> and it's you fucking adding them. It all comes together, Jamie. It all comes together. On playlists, yeah, I've taken it out now, yeah, so it's not in there. But the videos in our history, I haven't fucking watched it. 
Yeah, that I was the watching one before... that, yeah. Then I yeah, saved so it you add... as a later... To watch later again. Well, you're not. You're, uh, you're somehow adding it to our playlist. <laughs> I, um... I was sitting on TikTok before coming the show and um, just flicking through and it sometimes I get like police chases and that come up and the police are chasing this guy in a like this really nice black Corsa and they go into like a shopping centre like parking lot yeah and they're literally say two or three car lengths behind it it pulls into a space they pull up behind get out really quickly in case the guy's going to run and they open the the pass the driver's side door and there's no one sitting there and they lean down and he's sat in the passenger seat and they're like um aren't you disqualified from driving he's like who's driving <laughs> they're like <laughs> they're like we just followed we just were behind you and followed you into this parking space he's like bravo i'm driving he's like it wasn't even me <laughs> and he, ju- he just jumped out of the, <laughs> the driver's seat and got in the passenger seat good lad and i'm like this guy's fucking funny as fuck seen... i wouldn't arrest him purely because it's funny <laughs> uh, did you see that uh it's a classic one now it's an old old but gold video where it's an australian fella and he's like mounted the curb drunk yeah and the, it's on like one of them australian cop shows and the cop comes up to him and he goes what's going on here and he's like look over he's like nothing nothing's going on and he goes are you sure mate he's like yeah nothing's going on and he's like, the car is up the curb, fucked, yeah. And he's like, I'm just waiting for a mate, mate. I'm just waiting for a mate. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't even see he's that drunk, is it, this fella? Have you never seen that? I'm going to have to show you to send you that. That's no, you fucking funny, man. He's like, I'm just waiting for a mate. I've been watching um, Police Night Shift, because you know there's loads of different police fucking TV shows. Mm. And you couldn't... Obviously, they're getting paid, but you couldn't pay me to be a police officer, man. These, it must have been, this guy was basically off his nut. He was on fucking drugs and shit. And they had to call for backup. They had eight police officers trying to fucking get this guy into back of the police van. They pepper sprayed him. Like, they had tied his legs and feet up. He was, like, spitting in their face and shit. And then they got him to the police thing and then he's trying to strangle himself with his top they had to take all his clothes off yeah they found a bag of drugs in his pocket and he's just a fucking menace the whole night and then the next morning they come up saying oh the guy that got arrested for all like it must have been six different charges was released um with like a slap on the wrist and a 200 pound fine yeah i'm like are you fucking kidding me i always think that there's like a few jobs that I haven't got the patience for. Like no matter how much I'd want to do them, police officers one of them because yeah. of the amount of shit they put up. And can you imagine like the amount of paedophiles that you come across that don't get charged and you just yeah. know they're out there? That would just be horrific. And then teachers is another one because I just know what little dickheads are in the schools and they're even worse now than we was when we were younger. Yeah, because the teachers can't do nothing. Now. They're even yeah they can do even less. Um, and then another one would be uh, what is it called? Like social care people, where they have to they know like a mum or a dad is like abusing one of the other, one of the others, or they're beating up one of the others, or beating up their kids or whatever, and they, there's yeah. nothing they can do because of fucking red tape. 
I just turn into the Punisher. Them, That's what I'd do. I'd turn into the Punisher. But it's not surprising so like that you get all that like the paedophile hunters and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think to myself, what how dis like um disrespectful to the police force if like you're putting all this effort to take these people off the streets and then the the government and that are just like uh charge him two hundred pounds and let him go. Mm. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? And like the people that are like um, nicking cars or like anything like that, they're just sort of like, oh yeah, just give them a fine and let them go. Oh what? Because you know that they're going to do it again, and you'll just get more fucking money out of them. That you don't want to take them off the street. You just want the fucking money, didn't you? Yeah, it's like in um, twenty four hours in police custody, they always can never prove. They always have to put in so much work just to prove that it's worth taking to court. So they yeah. could, they could know they're guilty one million percent. But if the proof ain't there, then they can't take him to court. So then they're just like, oh, there's nothing to charge him with. Just let him go. And mate boy sitting there. And he like, it happened. This fella got, it, they ended up doing a big uh, campaign after the episode come out. But he had two young lads nick, try and nick the motorcycle out of his garage. And he was at home with his uh, two kids and his wife. Mm. And then he chased the two boys and they went off on another bike and he chased them in the car. And then because they bra- braked and he hit the back of them, they they went off and got really bad injuries. He got put in prison for GBH. <laughs> and and they, they got away with it. They admitted they're on the scene, robbing the fucking thing. They didn't get any like things against them at all. And it's he got put in prison it, for GBH. It's just not worth it. What's the fucking point? Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I agree with in America. It's like, if someone's in your house, it's like, just fucking shoot them. Yeah. It's so much easier. Just to let you know, you're on my property and you're going to get shot. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Boom. Because that's another... Like, I love it because South Park has references to everything. But that was the whole thing, wasn't it? Like, as long as you say that one sentence, you can kill them. And uh, I thought it was extreme, them. but... No. No, I don't know. Also... I've moaned about this before, but I am absolutely on hundred percent on the side of women now when they say about men peeing on toilet seats because I'm at the end of my fucking rag, man. Really? Well, was like, this at going, work? Going into work, yeah, and not even that because like I went. Where did I go? I went to a shopping center or something into like a supermarket, and even then, there's just piss all over, and I'm sick of it. Well, like, I always I? think the only people that go into supermarket toilets are like crackheads, isn't it? I've never seen a normal person go in one. Well, I have like stomach problems, don't I? Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so you have yeah. to go in and delve in the, the depths. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking mental. And I, I like people laugh at women that are like, just lift the seat up. And I'm just like, every time I go in there and it's piss everywhere, I'm like, why don't you just lift a fucking seat? Or why don't you just take the two more fucking steps to the urinal where you're mm. supposed to stand and take a piss and not come into the fucking cubicle? Oh man, seriously, I'm getting fucking. Irate. And then they spit all over the fucking floor. One morning I went in, so it's six o'clock in the morning, and I had to clean shit, piss, and spit off a fucking toilet seat oh, my before God. I could sit down on it. And I'm like, you dirty fucking cunts, man! I fucking. And to oh. think you work with like food that people are going to be food. Yeah, <laughs> none of them wash their fucking hands. Like, um, this is how Corona we- started. We have a load of Filipino people, right? Which is fine, like they they work and all that sort of stuff. And they but they in their culture, 
they all bring food in mm-hmm. and they all share it, but they don't use they use their hands. So they just lean over the table and take a handful of someone else's dinner and that. They wear a COVID mask, but I've seen most of those fuckers down there taking a shit and then just going back upstairs. So you're telling me none of them people wash their hands. They're wearing a mask to and protect they're themselves. Each other's food. But they're sharing each other's food. That you're is having a fucking laugh. Man. Yeah. It's fucking mental, isn't it? I just, like, because I, I work in a guy predominant. I got a, a male predominant workplace like you. And I've just come to the realization because obviously I'm used to things being clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I now hunt out toilets in on site that I know that not many people go to because like I call the main ones that are in the middle of everyone. I call them the prison toilets. Yeah. Cause there yeah. is fucking 20 doors of cubicles and 20 urinals on the other side. Yeah. And about on a good, on a Monday after a weekend shift's been in or on a Monday up until 11 o'clock, them 20 are not usable until someone's fucking come in and cleaned them. Cause there's people yeah. putting shit on the wall People putting shit on the fucking ceiling. People putting shit everywhere. People pissing all over the floor. One day I come in, there's maggots coming through the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of it, someone has left their entire shit without flushing it in the toilet. I'm just like, why would you do that? So yeah. you've clearly not wiped your ass then. Because you're not you're just oh, leaving yeah. a, a shit with no toilet roll there at all. Ask the same. I have a, there's a t- toilets right next to where, where I work. Like when you come out of the changing rooms. I don't use that anymore. Queues of 20 fucking five people are standing out of it. Spitting everywhere and fucking... Nah. But like, I think it was... I can't remember which morning it was. I went in. And so we've got a new... Talk. So we've got... A, we're a factory, right? Like you. Mm-hmm. We've got one bathroom that's... Sorry for this rant. But it, it's, on, it's on my chest. I've got to get it off. We'll have a good episode after this. So <laughs> <laughs> we've got one toilet. Yeah, it's got two cubicles for urinals. Mm-hmm. And then we've got another toilet that has six cubicles and like a trough urinal for a factory of over a hundred people. Mostly guys. Yes, yeah, not enough. No. That's the best. So I always use the probably. other one. So the morning I went in, went in the first toilet, fucking brown water right to the top of the bowl. Oh, man. Went in the second one, water's right to the top of the bowl. Someone's in the middle one, check the other two, water's at the top of the bowl. So, yeah, I mean, just some. I'm so I'm thinking, right? So all five of them must have water all the way to the top of the bowl, and some cunts in the middle sitting there taking a shit. <laughs> He's like, "What are you going to do with that fella? Just let it float there and go back to your fucking job." Yeah, he don't care. He don't Fuck care, it. mate. It's like mate, they don't do. It's like it. they have no like. They don't know what to do at home in it, so they just save it all up. They save it all up. But that's what I'm thinking, like, what's your house look like? If you're coming in here pissing and shitting everywhere, like, what the fuck does your house look like? Nah, it's because it's not their house, isn't it? That's what it is. Some people do live in filth, though. Um, no. So I'm on the side of women, 100%. Like, if there's, if I go to the Edinburgh on a Saturday, and there's a fucking parade of women saying, lift the toilet seat, I'm going to go stand with them. That's what I'm going to do. I don't understand why anyone would pee with the toilet seat down. No. That actually makes it it's more we're difficult. Not, for the listeners, that just, for for them, that makes us sound like we're not fucking animals, Jamie. That's what it is. True. <laughs> In that I've respect, never, I'm not an animal. There's other yeah. respects I am. <laughs> I just think I've never left a toilet seat without turning around 
and making sure it's like as clean as when I got in there. Yeah, some people you know I mean? some people go in there to deliberately make the mess, and they'll and they'll come down and be like, "Oh, you wouldn't believe what I left in the cubicle too, mate. You wouldn't believe what I've left in there." I like I fair enough, right? If you do like a, like a massive one piece log, and you take a picture of it, but then you still flush it. Fair enough, because that's pretty impressive. But apart from that, flush it and clean it, mate. Fuck off. Dan, I'm telling you now, we are very good friends, yeah? If you ever send me a picture <laughs> of your shit, yeah, I'll block you. I'll block Wait. you, Dan. Podcast over. <laughs> I, that is not, I, that's, not what, that's not what I want on my phone. I, should, I wish I brought that up with, Jamie, with Jim in the last episode <laughs> because there was a few times that we all did that. I remember at like three o'clock in the morning when my mate was at uni and just getting this, because obviously I was up back then because I was young. Uh, getting a message and I was looking at it and it's just this massive shit and he's like look what my flatmate did this morning it's fucking crazy oh my god and it's just this one fucking piece that's sticking out the top of the water and I'm like bro that must have killed (laughs) (laughs) to slightly change the subject away from shit but it was kind of silly about the shit yeah Um, I don't know if I brought this up before but I've been watching me and Charlotte watched a show 10 part show on uh, freebie otherwise unknown as uh, Amazon like side hustle yeah alright um, basically one of them streaming shows that you uh, where you could have the adverts and you don't have to pay for it streaming services mm-hmm. we was watching jury service have I told you about jury service no I don't think so no so jury service yeah it, it is fucking hilarious yeah <laughs> Right. So they do this full setup of a full jewelry service, and they everyone is actors, including the fucking uh, judge, all the policemen, all of the uh, like witnesses and everything. They're all actors. Yeah, everyone involves actors, other than What's this it, one is guy. It called jury duty. Jury duty. That's it. Sorry. Jury duty. Uh, other than this one fella, and he thinks he's actually there for. T- to document part of like the jury duty and what it would be like so right. he thinks he's in a real case yeah and they keep throwing all this crazy shit at him and doing all this weird stuff and he ends up being like the lead juror and stuff like that that how could you do that though because i can i'm looking at a picture and three of them are like major actors well that's part of them that James Madison or whatever, Manston or whatever his name is. Marston, Marston, yeah. He is playing himself, but as like an arsehole. And he keeps talking about how he was in uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and that his career is going really well and all this stuff. <laughs> and the reason they get all locked away in, into having to stay in a hotel is because he's so famous and he's deliberately tried to get himself papped because he's trying to uh, get out of during the jury duty. I still, I would still be suspicious. I'd be like, no way is this fucking. It's, well, you wouldn't know what to do, would you? Because it's him. He's the only famous person in the room. So then, you're like, kind of thinking, he did, at first he didn't recognize him, and then he kept trying to like plug himself to him. <laughs> it's so funny. And then he's like, this guy had umbro socks on, and he was pointing at his umbro socks, and he's like, that reminds me of the Sonic the Hedgehog sign. I was in that movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and the main guy the guy that doesn't know you just see his face and he's just like 
you don't you don't know what to say in it. He's like completely bewildered sometimes. And then like at the beginning when they're trying, there a few of them are trying to get out of going into jury duty. He goes, they were like talking about ways you can get out. And he goes, one of the guys goes, how did it, how would you get out? And he goes, well, in Family Guy, they did this thing where Peter pretended he was a racist, so he couldn't be on the jury because <laughs> he would be biased. <laughs> Fucking hell! So he said that to this guy, and then this guy tried to say it up on the stand when the when the there was like, "Is there any reasons why any of you can't be part of the jury?" And this other guy stands up that was talking to him at the time. And he goes, "Yes, I'm a racist," <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like so deadpan, and like you can see people trying not to laugh and stuff the whole time, and they get him going for two weeks, two full weeks. He has no clue. Jesus fuck! It's man, definitely worth mental. watching. It's yeah, only like half an hour episodes, so it's like a quick one to get through. Yeah, I think Sabina's got Amazon, so. Yeah, it's just it, like their little one that comes up on their little side things. I think you can download it by itself for EVE. Yeah, probably. I had to fucking, I had to resend off my TV license thing to say that I didn't need it. Yeah. Fucking wankers, man. They're like, oh, if you do not respond within seven days, you will get sent to your local council something or other I'm like you fucking fear mongering cunts man I was like fuck off why anyone gives a shit about your fucking propaganda TV series like I'm not a fucking because obviously I'm, I would class myself as like a royalist and that mm. like, I, like I like the royal family and stuff like that but the BBC are the biggest bunch of fucking wankers for like everything like they think they're the top dogs and like they're slowly losing more and more fucking power as the weeks go on it's like, yeah, just um, I hate it. I I hate the fact that I pay a TV license. For the Americans, we have to pay TV license so the BBC doesn't have adverts. That's essentially what the deal is. And then we apparently fund their fucking channel purely down yeah. to that. But, but then um, they've got fucking BritBox and that that they get even more money off by um, subscription based payments. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and then forever it. They used to do so when you're over sixty, you didn't pay for TV license. Yeah, and then because of Netflix and all that, and people were like, "Well, I don't need a TV license just to watch Netflix." They were the, all of a sudden hemorrhaging money. They were like, "Oh, now if you're over sixty now, you have to pay." It's like, fuck you. And they're like fucking. They're like bailiffs. They're like yeah. <laughs> TV license people are like the maddest people. Like they actually come after you as though you've like killed someone. Yeah, you're not allowed. They have no power whatsoever. They're basically just people on the street that have been given a badge, mm. and they try and get into your house, and then they'll fine you thousands of pounds for having a TV. Yeah, a bunch with, of cunts. with like fucking thing on. Bunch of cunts. Yeah. I um, the only reason I pay it purely now it's because Shark wants Sky still that's literally the only reason I pay it yeah I, I refuse to have any of that the same thing with like when I was at Sabina's a couple of weeks ago she had that message from Netflix that said this isn't your 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 account have you had that yet yeah have you had it yeah ages ago I think everyone's had it now haven't they no you've not had it no no oh so but I was just like that that will make me cancel it hmm because I'm like, I don't watch it enough. And so it's like, fuck you. But um, Blockbuster were making digs at Netflix when this all came out. And they were... And <laughs> Blockbuster? 
Yeah, I know, right? They've only got one store left. <laughs> but they were on Twitter. They were on Twitter and they were like, oh man, I remember where you could watch DVDs and you could you could share them anytime you wanted. Oh, that was right. That was Blockbuster, wasn't it? You could rent as many as you like. And we didn't have a problem if you took that to your family's house. And I'm like, oh, sick burn. <laughs> Fucking grilling them. But um, that's scary, man. I saw a video of basically, it's not called that, but it's like the rise and fall of Blockbuster. So it was just like a map of America. And it was showing you all the different spots of where Blockbusters were opening up. Yeah. I can't remember where they got to. They must have got something like five or 6,000 Blockbusters in America. And then it hit, I can't remember what year it hit, obviously, like Netflix year. And it just went, and then just fucking all of them closing, like all at the same fucking time. I'm like, holy fuck. Because, like, like, some people would have been religious with Blockbuster and that. But when DVDs now were around, I know you had a lot of DVDs that you bought and stuff. But when DVDs now were around, I probably would own about three and yeah. just never watch films. And then when the streaming services and that started, that's when I got really into watching films or I was illegally downloading before that all the time. Oh, I, did a, I did a bit of everything. But no, like I, I, I'm sure I mentioned on the podcast, I think I was talking to a mate about it, but I was like, um, it's a shame because my kid, and obviously kids and that, when I have a kid, will never experience that, like, that feeling of it being a treat. Mm. Like I always remember it being like the weekend, like a Friday or something, and they're like, oh, do you want to rent a DVD? And you would go down there, you would stand, you'd order a pizza, because the one in... Do you remember the um, home run in the village? No. Oh, it was in Jansel House. But it, they had, like, the best pizza. So you would go in, you'd order a pizza, and you'd stand there and wait for it to get cooked, and you would look at all the DVDs, and you'd read, like, the back of them. And you'd be like, oh, shit, this sounds pretty good. And then you'd go, you rent the DVD, go home, have your pizza, and it was a whole... Like a thing. Like, uh, yeah, like a ritual thing that you did. And it made it so much better because you sat down with your family and that. Yeah. And now it's like everyone's got their own subscription account. you got like your kid watching their DVD in their bedroom. You're watching it downstairs. Completely different films. Eating dinner separately. It's like... Or they're really sitting fucking... next to you watching it on a tablet with their headphones yeah. on. And that, like they will never experience that sort of thing. Yeah. It, it's like it's fucking upsetting in a way because like, I used to love that sort of shit. I remember when Blade came out, that's when I saw Blade. I rented it from the DVD and I remember walking through the village, reading the back of it. Oh, really? When I got home. Yeah, yeah. Fucking crazy. Nah. Ah, oh, good and bad things about the future, man. Good and bad things. Yeah, the internet's brought on a, little, a lot of good. Like, obviously, we wouldn't be able to do this without the internet. But yeah, it's also brought on a load of fucking shit times. And... uh and taking a lot of stuff away but you never know we'll be all be sitting in the metaverse with our kids fucking <laughs> mate don't even <laughs> fucking joke because they do that didn't they you can you can sit in a, a virtual cinema and yeah everyone can watch the same movie yeah fuck that i think um where was what's was on disney i think i've got a button where you can watch it with someone else at someone else's house like they watch it at the same time that's pretty cool that's a good idea yeah, I get it if, like, obviously, like, with Jim living in Canada and stuff like that. But then you still got the fucking time difference, you know. Oh, I'm going to wait up till one o'clock in the morning, so <laughs> Jim yeah. can be at a reasonable time. Nah. If we, if me and you wanted to do, like, a watch party or something, we could do that together. That would be the only thing that makes sense for it to work yeah. for us, isn't it? 
But then doing something I'll be like, why are you talking to me during a movie? <laughs> oh, I'm getting really bad for it, especially with like Sabina. I'll be in the cinema and I'll be leaning over. I'm that I'm that cunt. Oh, mate. You better not yeah. come to any fucking cinema occasions with me, mate, because I'll be kicking it off. <laughs> it's because I can't look at my phone. So my brain's going and I'm just like, I need to say this. I said to um <laughs> do you know when I do you know when I was kicking off about being not allowed in the cinema because every kind of booked one booked a ticket yeah. yeah um there was like three seats at the front at the very very front yeah and dad Fuck was like that. oh I can get you them seats if you want them seats I said dad I will hear people breathing on my neck 20 rows back <laughs> I said I do not want yeah. to be in the room of anyone else I said I'm quite happy for cinemas to go down the pan as long as I can do the next five or six years just going to the cinema and it's just me and my mate in the fucking <laughs> in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I will never stop going to the cinema, man. Like, that's one thing. Because obviously, companies and that are now like, oh no, streaming services are the future. It's like, don't take away my fucking cinema. Like, never know, man. They're down. always on the verge of liquidation, all the companies. None, none of them mental. profit them. I, I want to say sorry to you about that, that conversation because... I was thinking about it the other day. I was really dismissive <laughs> because we had Jim sitting there and he'd put himself on mute and you were talking about the cinema thing and I'm thinking to myself, ah, oh, Jim's just sitting there waiting. So I'm just like, I'm glad, Jamie. I'm glad that you bastard that Dan. story. I was so upset. <laughs> it was supposed to be so a born like... occasion for me and my brothers and we couldn't go to see the fucking film. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just wanted to shut you up so I could introduce Jim so he wasn't saying <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't until yesterday I was like, oh yeah, that was a bit crappy. I was like, that's fine. I apologise him and all the listeners can hear it. It's fine. <laughs> so used to, I'm used to your snippy remarks, Dan. I uh, was, every now and again, because we I use the um, podcast TikTok now to try and do comments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed ADHD things coming up? Yeah, a little bit. Going for it. I I, yeah. I keep getting the algorithm stuck on paedophile hunters because I keep I keep get I keep watching it. Oh yeah, I noticed that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was one that came up, and it was like people with ADHD, if they're comfortable with you, will never know that line to cross mm. because they because they just blurt things out and stuff like that. So it's like they will always go too far or they'll say something that normal people would find that's why adh people are, are people think that they're rude and like arrogant and stuff like that but it's because they're comfortable enough to just blur all shit out yeah and that's what i did then <laughs> <laughs> i disregarded your feelings jamie because someone else was there <laughs> <laughs> charlotte would say that describes me exactly as well so yeah, just blurting out shit that upset me. Yeah, she's she like, why are you telling me about that? I was like, we've talked about this before. She's like, you're making it up. I I remember when I was living with my mate um, and his girlfriend, and he had um, a couple over. They were having like a game night, mm. and I was in my bedroom. And they took the my my flatmate at the time and all that used to take the piss out of this guy's girlfriend because she was a bit ditzy. And um, so I went in and got a drink and that and I come out and I was like, oh, how's everyone doing and stuff? And I was like, oh, what are you playing? And they're like, oh, um, Scrabble. And I was like, oh, that's funny because I didn't think she could read. And then everyone <laughs> just went, Dan, that was too far. And I was like, what? 
<laughs> and she was like genuinely fucking offended. And I just got myself out of there. I was like, shit. Like, I mean, everyone took the piss out of her. I didn't think that was too far, but all right. There you go. So yeah, if someone's insensitive to you, just take her the picture soul. <laughs> Unless they are a cunt and they're, I mean. Um, right, let's get on with it. Right, please remember that all opinions in the show are those of the hosts. You should only be taken as food for thought. We're in no way telling you to do anything. Everything is kept anonymous for the safety of the listeners and no information is shared to anyone else. If you are easily offended by people's opinions or views, then thank you for making it this far, but this is not the podcast for you. See you later. And please enjoy the rest of the show. A fucking... The new branding thing keeps throwing me off because obviously it's so orange. <laughs> I get a thing and I look down and I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's, it's our logo. Like a fucking magpie. It's good though. It's fucking eye-catching, man. Right, let's see. First listener. <laughs> right, dearest two men. Oh, thank you for the advice on my hair. I really enjoyed the heartfelt advice. So this is the listener that um, they were saying that he looked like the M logo from McDonald's. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jamie's killing himself now. It's alright, Jamie. In a couple of years, that'd be you, wouldn't it? Ah, mate, I'll be there with you on the plane to Turkey, mate. Um, I hope you had a good weekend, a bank holiday. Don't know what that is. Never existed. Um, I had an interview for a job I really wanted today, and it went disastrously wrong. I feel it was an online Zoom interview. And as I sat in the interview with my dog continuing to bark for about 45% of it because I locked him in out because uh, I locked him out of the bedroom my notes for the presentation was on the iPad which ran out of battery midway through the interview God. so I had to panic to find a charger while not showing what was going on and delaying it to finish it off because I was flustered I essentially said I'm happy to get my team in trouble if they're not doing what I ask which dropped like a lead balloon, and I really didn't mean it the way it came across. The cherry on the cake, just as I was saying goodbye, the nerves had totally taken over, and I said, thank fuck that's over, without without actually signing off, and I heard one of the interviewers laugh as they logged off. <laughs> I'd be lucky, man, if I get a rejection letter. <laughs> Have you guys ever had a job interview go so badly? Any advice for a stupid inv- interviewee? <laughs> I, I honestly thought he was going to say, he's like, oh, and then I stood up to find the charger and, and they could see that I was just in my boxes down below. That's where I was thinking it was going. When, when you were saying it, I was like, that's where it's going. But I know one of my mates did that. He was like, he had like a suit shirt and everything on top and he had like his pajama bottoms on the bottom. That's what so Ben he, said he did during tell. our episode, didn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. Um... I'm pretty. I can. I'm pretty good at interviews. Mm, you, yeah, I, I remember I, I you saying that you are good at yeah, blagging it. I can smash them out of the park. Yeah, I know what they want. I know what they want. It's just I, when I get there, I just can't perform it. <laughs> <laughs> good in, interviewee, bad employee. I think it's a good. Oh, that's a good t-shirt merch. <laughs> <laughs> Little catchphrase. Trademarked. Yeah, trademarked. No one can use that. Um, I think that's difficult, right? Because every obviously it's easier now to do the Zoom interviews, which makes you half lazy because you, you, it's half the preparation, right? But then you do, you have like, you have your dog or you have like a baby or like the house phone could go or you, you don't know what, a police car could go past the fucking window and you can't hear them for the next five minutes. Yeah. 
Yeah, the dogs, obviously, as people have heard in the podcast, the dog is uncontrollable. So the only thing, if he whines when you leave him out of room, just maybe leave him in the room with you as long as he's not sitting on top of you and that he's sitting quietly at your feet because Rocco's at my feet now. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't know he's there. Mm -hmm. But if he's going to be jumping all over you, then it's a different matter. But yeah. as regards to bad, I think I've had, there's been two interviews that I went, went pretty bad for me. There was one where um, I was going for like a step up in a roll and I just, everything they were saying, I come across as an arrogant dickhead. I was just like, oh yeah, I, I, I'm confident in my ability to manage people. Blah, blah, blah. I just kept like going down that line and because I was so nervous about the presentation, it fucked my... Uh, whole um like question part of it up because they did that first right if they if they'd done the presentation first and i got that out of the way and then i did the questions after i think it would have been a totally different interview but on the lead up i was just like yeah and and there was like oh so there'll be a lot of older people and you're quite young there'll be a lot of older people in charge how would you go about speaking to so-and-so like one of the guys that i already knew on the shop floor I was like, well, if you don't do it, then I'll just take him down to the HR department. <laughs> <laughs> just making myself just sound like it. a dick. Take him back to the side and berate him until he does what I say. Yeah, just start pummeling <laughs> him until he's fucking <laughs> listening. And uh, that went pretty bad, just out of pure... I made myself come across like a dick when I was actually not trying to do it that way. And then when I was really young, I think I've brought this one up before, where it was results day for school... All I was interested in is going and seeing girls and getting drunk. And mum got me an interview down in Hightown for an electrician's firm's apprentice. Right. <clears throat> Which, if it was one of those moments like we talked about in the last episode with Jim, where if you could shake your younger self and just be like, fucking fix up for a minute and just go and do this interview, you would. Because it was like, I went down, it was these two guys that were like proper old school electricians who would have took me on like that if I was a, if I said the right things to him. And he was just talking and talking and talking. And I'm just thinking, I'm going to get this cider from this shop, this cider from that shop. I'm going to buy these <laughs> cigarettes. We've got a bag of weed on my mates. My mate's got a bag of weed now, all this stuff, like for a, the party, for a results day. And he just goes, am I boring you? And I just goes, yes, like that, really, like really... <laughs> <laughs> really assertively <laughs> and he goes i think that's the new rover don't you and i was like um yeah and then he goes um have you got any questions and i was like no not really thank you and then i just got up and walked out i was just like mate what the fuck are you doing i look back on that day i'm oh, just man. like if i if i walked into that corridor and i could beat myself up i could beat myself i would do it i um I'm quite an old school, like, uh, like I remember all the, the tips they taught you and stuff. So I always get thrown off. I went for a job as a um, estate agent mm. when I, I got made redundant. And she goes to me, like, what are your weaknesses? And back in the day, they always say, you've got to be positive. You never got to speak negatively yeah. about yourself. So she's like, so I've got everything else prepared. And she goes, what's a weakness? And I'm like, what? She's looking at me and she goes, "Oh, have you got any weaknesses?" And then to me, I'm like, "I can't, I can't just say no." 
because that made me look a dick. Like I'm, I'm the most perfect employee. And I was like, so I just said the stupidest thing. I was like, ah, oh, I, I get fixated on things, and I can't do another task. So sometimes I get behind, and I'm like, that's the worst thing you could say for an estate agent. <laughs> I, I get, like I get, you I get, get fixated on, on one client. Yeah, on one one thing. Yeah, and I can't move on. And so she was like, okay, never heard from them again. And then um, there's well another rule that they always said to you is like, obviously you turn your phone off. You never get your phone out during an interview. Yeah. So I I went for a job interview at O2, and you have to basically sit there with the guy and you have to pretend to try and get him a phone plan. And they give you a, a list of like phones. And I was at the end of the interview because it was a shit show. I was like, oh, it's really hard to do that without having the phones in front of you. And he was like, well, you've got a phone on you. And I'm like, I would never take my phone out of you. Like, that's a, you should never do that. And he just looked at me like I was talking. And I think I should have, it's a phone shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But then uh, on the other hand, I'm like, I'm trying to be professional. Yeah, like, it's hard you, to, I'm not in gonna, hindsight, it's always a bit different, isn't it? Yeah, like I'm not going to be on the shop floor talking to a guy and then i mean people do and they pull my phone out in front of him but then i don't know it's a different world and i've never fucking horseshit but anyway like, i mean the, you've now made all these mistakes you now know to get your dog out of the house to charge your your tablet and to uh make sure you signed off before you say anything <laughs> and i know from personal experience as well being the interviewer doing the interview, conducting the interview myself, that person doing the interview with you, 95% of the time does not want to be doing that interview either. Mm. Like they are, you're probably the lowest on their jobs of lists to do that day. And on top of that, they'll be nervous about you having to spend an hour with a stranger who potentially could be part of the firm in the future. And I don't think, I, I conducted probably... I don't know, 20, 30 different interviews and never got easier. Never got easier. So one of the lads, I could tell that he was like me when I was uh, being interviewed. He was that nervous. I was like, you're nervous, isn't you? He was like, yeah. I was. I said, well, I coached him through every single fucking answer. I took him on and he was one of the better guys that worked for me. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think you got to, like you say all these things are bad and stuff like that, but most people understand if you've got a dog that's barking most people understand if like you say things like because obviously it's so stressful with that whole like thank fuck that's over yeah everyone's thinking that when they have an interview and you've just said it which is why that person laughed yeah because really they're probably like hilarious. <laughs> yeah because they're probably as well like yeah I, I absolutely imagine that as well i mean people have been hired for worse interviews that's i mean those are a few hiccups but they're not it's not like you swore at them or or anything like that they're just problems yeah. of the day aren't they you never you never know this guy could get a second interview yeah you I'd never give know. a second interview yeah yeah you know I mean I, if I was the interview I'd be like what kind of dog have you got I'd be like show me Just, him <laughs> yeah yeah I'd be like show me the dog show me the dog I don't give a fuck what I'm interviewing for because at the end of the day yes it's good to have experience and, and know the job and stuff like that but they're hiring the person yeah so you just have a conversation with them, didn't you? Like you find out the person. If you were talking to them and they're a dick, you it doesn't matter how fucking good you are, they're gonna be like, "Nah, fuck off." Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. So, and there is a nah. difference between uh, confidence and being cocky. 
and that can yeah. come across as well. So I think if you're showing the genuine side of yourself, that will show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for definitely. So, uh, yeah, don't beat yourself up about it. Just pick yourself up and, and get on. You never know, you never know. They might contact you. Um, right. It was good to hear Brian joining you guys again. He had sound advice as always, and I'm glad to see he's sided on the right side of the pizza debate. <laughs> A debate would say that we're discussing and someone could win, but I've already won. Um, I have one for you guys again, if that's good with you, as always. It is. I picked up a side hustle as an Uber Eats driver recently, and it's really crappy money for being out so late some nights. I have this one regular customer who seems to be a dude living by himself, and we have some chats about films and TV shows quite often when I drop off his food. I kind of wanted to see if he'd be up for going for a pint or something without seeming like I'm a serial killer or even less that I'm gay for him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happily in a long-term relationship. I'm just short of friends nowadays and he seems like my type of dude to hang out with. Is it overstepping the mark professionally and how should I approach it if I was to ask? I don't know how professional you need to be as an Uber driver. I wouldn't worry about that side of it, to be honest. Yeah, Uber drive any like Uber Eats at uh, Uber Eats. Oh no, it is right. Uber Eats yeah. just eat. They're all just normal people, right? It's not like a taxi a taxi driver's a bit more of a You're not representing the firm. No. You're just doing it for some extra money. Mm. So um it is a bit weird and it's a delicate thing to Yeah, cuz you could easily be hit, that would be my first thought. I'd be like, "Oh, oh no." Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think though, like if you've been round there quite a few times, and you've spoke to him, and he's quite happy to stand there to speak to you, that's the difference. Like if you had gone up there and be like, "Oh, I like this guy. Do you want to go for a drink?" That's a bit of like a pickup. Yeah, you know I mean, but if like say because you use Uber drive like, Uber stuff a lot, didn't you? Yeah. Like if you had like a regular guy, and you knew his name and stuff like that, it wouldn't be. There's a there's a difference in it. Yeah, at, at what for during the pandemic we had a regular Ocado driver, like delivering our weekly shop. Yeah, and I used to chat to him quite a bit, and we used to smoke outside the front because I was still smoking. But that was because I didn't see anyone for three week four weeks at time. <laughs> just abusing his friendship, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he just stopped doing that drop, assuming he got another job or something, and. Uh, Never heard from him again. But yeah, if you've opened up a certain level of communication, I suppose it's all right. Another thing that you could possibly reach out, which is a little bit less intrusive at first, is if he sees if he's like, he games and plays certain games. So if he's like into his Call of Duty or whatever. And if you are as well, then you can ask for his gamer tag and whatever he plays. And then like kind of go that way first. As like a little oh, soft, go... soft touch. So- soft step, sorry. Go, uh... A different direction with that. <laughs> but where did you think? <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, if you know, you know what he looks like, then you could find him on Facebook and then just add him. I'm like, no, that's that's, that's no, that's serial killer shit. That's <laughs> it. I've probably done that when I'm drunk about people that I barely met. And then the message would be like, "Hi, I'm your Uber Eats driver." <laughs> <laughs> just in case you wanted something later at night, just this is my personal contact information. I'll be happy to pick it up for you. <laughs> I um. One time, Charlotte invited me to a barbecue with all of these new friends of hers. 
and I was pissed up that night. And then when I got home, I added one of them on Facebook straight away. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Woke up the next That's, day. I was yeah, like, I hate that. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? I've never added someone in the last 10 years. I've never added someone on Facebook. Yeah. And I added one person that I met for four hours at a barbecue. Dickhead. <laughs> I remember there's a guy we used to hang out. We've mentioned him quite a lot. Um, we were, we were going to a concert and there was a guy that we hang out with. And I was like, before we go meet this guy, I was like, just to let you know, as soon as you speak to him, he's going to want to add you on Facebook. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he, as well? Yeah, and we were walking along through the train station after the train journey, and he turned around and he was like, Dan, he just tried to add me on Facebook. I'm like, do not accept it. (laughs) Just fucking, just just pretend you didn't see it or delete it. Just don't do it. (laughs) it. It wasn't you, was it? Was it? Yeah. Was it you? Yeah. I said to her about it. Yeah. Fucking hell, I thought it was someone else. Yeah, no, it must have been when you first got into the... When I first met... The friendship group. Yeah, when you when you first introduced me to everyone, you was like, be careful, he's going to add you. And I was like, there's no way he's going to add me. And then the next day he added me. Where where were we going? I can't remember. I'm sure we were in London or something. Yeah, that was the day, that was the same day me and you fell asleep during watching Saw, do you remember? In the cinema? Not Saw, Silent Hill. We did a whole day in London. We went to like uh, that geek shop. I can't remember what it's called. Planet. Oh, Forbidden Forbidden Planet. Planet. Then we we had a few drinks around London and come back. And then we decided it'd be a good idea while we were playing pool that we'd go and watch a a three-hour horror film while we were pissed up. And as soon as we sat down, we both fell asleep. Still good. Um, I can't believe that was you, man. That was like suddenly it clicked and I was like, yeah, no, that, was you, it? that was the beginning of um, the end. That was before we berated them of abuse. <laughs> yeah, fucking. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, I, I I absolutely agree. Like, obviously, when you're younger and you're growing up, stuff, so you got school, you got college. Yeah, there's and a lot of social do, events. Yeah, meet people through work, but then when you get to that point, you're like, do I really want to fucking? Because I've got you and Jim and a couple of others. I'm like, I don't really want any. It's that that thing of like me and you and all that have built up trust. Mm. I know I can trust you and all this stuff. Like when you meet new people, you've got a how much do I trust them with? Are they worth my time? Spend, you know what I mean. So it's a bit like of a gamble, but no, I don't think so. I think if I if I knew you by name or like I knew you, like you come to my door and I'd be like, oh hey man, how are you doing? Mm. That shows a bit more like. I, you know i mean i know who you are it's yeah. not like you've come to the door and it's fucking so you just do it he's not gonna not order uber eats because you've asked him out for a pint no exactly you could just don't word it like oh do you fancy coming for a drink sometime just word it a bit differently yeah do you want to go for a pint yeah that's more of a laddie thing to say in it do you go for a pint i'll be like uh i'm not gay <laughs> even though you're quite an attractive male <laughs> Would you like to go for a drink? <laughs> I'd be like, mate, he's gay. He's going to rape me, man. That's why if you said that to me. You can say to him, do you listen to podcasts? And he's like, yeah. And I'd be like, right. Um, episode 75 of uh, Two Men No Hope. Yeah, you should give it a go. See what it like. And then uh, this guy, right? This is a message to you. Do you want to go for a pint with the listener? I mean, no pressure or anything. <laughs> there you go. I've done there it. There you go. You. Done. Yeah. We yeah, could even, it, at, even for a small amount, for small fee, we could do a video for you. <laughs> Just stand at the door holding the fucking, I mean, Bright I swear fist. he's not going to suck your cock. 
Don't worry about it. You'll be all right. <laughs> Unless you like that. I mean, that could be added on to the bill. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's hard to meet people and stuff like that. Like I say, if you know his name and he does seem generally interested and happy to see you, then just do it, man. What, what's the, what are you going to lose? Mm, for sure. Yeah. The call for food delivery is way stronger than you making a tip of yourself. I'll tell you that much. Exactly, and he might like, appreciate it anyway. You don't know what his situation is. Like like that um, Domino's delivery guy that I was standing there burning the bottom of my fingers, <laughs> holding onto this pizza, just kept going. Like, I still ordered a Domino's again. Yeah. Even at the risk of seeing that fella. <laughs> so, uh, so you'd be okay. Uh Right. Oh, I like it when we get a female listener. It makes us more, it makes me feel like we're more uh diverse. Diverse. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind all the sausages, but every now and again it's nice to get a taco, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's um, a great way to go into it. <laughs> <laughs> that was meant in no way insulting, it was just a reference without me saying penis and vagina. Um <laughs> Thanks for your advice, guys. As I sit here with a gin and tonic in the sunshine, listening to you both bicker, it makes me laugh. It's like being around my younger brothers. I don't know whether I took that as an insult or not. Because bickering? Are we bickering, Jamie? Because I think I always win. So is that bickering? No, we definitely bicker, Dan. There's no way you're winning. <laughs> I feel as though the the public have sided with me more than they've sided with you at the minute. So I'm pretty I, happy I think any, anything is it's just another opportunity for me to win. I think if it hasn't happened yet, it's going to happen later. Oh, yeah, that's that forcing competition on me. Uh, yeah, so this previous listener uh, messaging about um, the husband not helping out and he's on his PlayStation a lot. Um, so she says, I'm debating pulling a sickie this next week and going out with the kids to the local lake. Is that irresponsible of me or does that make me a fun parent? What do you think? Kind regards. Um... I think if you did it every week or every month, then it's irresponsible. But if once in a blue moon, fuck it. This is what makes me laugh, right? Is that I don't know about in America and stuff like that, but in the UK, it almost feels like your parents don't own their kids anymore. I say own, but they're not parents anymore because the government dictates whatever they can do. If you want to take your kid out, then you're going to get punished for it. If your kid doesn't go to school, you're going to get punished for it. But then they say the kid can do what he wants. So how do you balance that? How can you say to your kid, go to fucking school when he says no and you force him to, oh no, if he says no, he doesn't have to come, but we're still going to punish you for it. I've already made the uh, decision with Charlotte. I've said to her, when our kids are in school and they fine you if you take your kid out of school to go on holiday, I said, I'll pay the fine because it's going to be cheaper. You're paying double when you're paying for school holidays. For school holidays. So I would pay the fine. I wouldn't care. The thing that makes me laugh as well is that like when they're younger and that, that's when you're making the bonds and you're making memories and yeah. shit like that. Fuck school, man. Like, what's what's one day? What's one week? Nothing. If, as long as obviously I'm not saying like, oh, they're going in their final year, they've got SATs and exams coming up. And obviously, no, don't. Yeah, it's a bit different but, then, yeah. But a kid in fucking junior school, what's he going to fucking miss? When at that point he's learning about how many spots a ladybird has, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I agree. So totally. That's a good reference, actually, because he then goes to the lake and sees a fucking ladybird in real life and count it for his fucking self. Exactly. Exactly. 
<laughs> I just think it's not that deep in it. School, school, like it's important to a certain extent. But as Dan said, if he's not in a in a predominant year where he, he needs to do a lot of learning, I, I keep saying he, but it could be either. Um, fuck it, just fucking take him out. As long as you're not doing it every month, then you're not yeah. impa- impacting their school life. I would do it. Kids need a fucking break. Oh, they get the weekends. But no, they need a fucking... And how many parents nowadays doesn't work weekends? There's probably a lot of people that are working weekends. Yeah, so you want to spend time with your kid. No one's going to grumble that. If you're just doing it, just... I mean, fuck it. Fuck them. Uh-huh. And if you're in the UK, how many? How much good weather do we get a year? Very to little. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> this year especially. Yeah. So no, I don't think it's obviously say to them, oh, you know, it's not a regular thing, but fuck school, man, fuck them, call a sickie. I I every year was off on my birthday. Mum let me have a day off on my birthday. I still do that now on my work. I t- I, I book a holiday. Mm. You know what I mean, yeah, you shouldn't. It should be punished on days that like that. I don't think because that's what it is. It's a punishment, isn't it? Yeah, I get angry at myself. I'm going to do it again this year. I'll get I get angry at myself every year that I'm at work. Yeah. Every single year. And right. i and then it's I'll day be for yourself, working man. working this year again because I've used my holiday elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I even like I book um, my birthday's on a Saturday, as you guys know, because I said it in the podcast. Mm. I still took like the Thursday, Friday off just to have those days. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? But if you can, why not? Yeah, exactly. But no, enjoy yourself. Take them to the lake. It's always good, especially if the, the weather's good. You get fishing and all that sort of stuff done. And um, if anything crazy happens, send us an email because we want to know about it. <laughs> it's always good. Uh, right, let's see. Another triumph of an episode, lads. That that isn't reference to the last episode, but that if you haven't listened to it yet and you've skipped it for some reason, go back because it was an amazing fucking episode. It was a good episode, yeah. Yeah. Um I had a dirty Shirley in our neighbourhood. Oh god, okay, we know what episode they've watched. <laughs> <laughs> People were loving that episode. We we used to call her Devo, like a character from Friday films with Ice Cube from way back when. Oh Debo. Jamie actually introduced me to those movies and they're fucking class. Oh, mate, Debo, man. I forgot about Debo. Uh, but instead of robbing your chain, she pulled up on you and your boys and offered everyone some head. We was all <laughs> too scared of her to turn her down. Fucking, can you imagine getting head out of fear? I don't know whether I'd get it up. She would have to, like, uh, really force it upon me. Really, I'm, I'm that me. sort of, I'm sort of that person that if everyone else has got a boner, then I feel like I need to have one too. <laughs> so you just even with it, just like, come on, yeah, e- even with fear, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, one time she had me and my one of my boys over playing on her PlayStation, dirty old PlayStation man, that lured a lot of kids in. That did, that did, lured me in a few times. <laughs> and I thought I'd never make it out alive. Every time we finished the game, she would find a way to get hold of one of us. <laughs> Look back on it. <laughs> Looking back on it, I've never looked at Gran Turismo the same since. Oh, mate, that film would have given you nightmares. It just come mm, out. Then. It's just come out. Yeah, that's my. That might be what struck up the memories. 
Mate, that sounds like a dream to me. Can you imagine going around someone's house and like you're going on a PlayStation while your other mates out there getting head? And then yeah, around it does sound turns. like a dream. But if she's so aggressive, <laughs> then you're going to be scared shitless. <laughs> I suppose. Um, as we got older towards the end of high school, we managed to give her the slip a lot. Uh, if you remember from the Friday films when they used to run in different directions when they saw Debo, that was us. <laughs> we had the Debo music playing on one of our Sony Ericsons every time one of us got caught and taunted them. Those were the days. What I'd give to have a B... A Debo now after years of long-term relationships, that was the dream. <laughs> there you go. Miss it when it's gone. Uh, one of the older boys from school ended up with her for a few years. Um, he got caught in the big trap. Happy Monday, gents. Hope it helped with your miserable day. That's brilliant. I I, I never had shit like that. Like I would, I was so horned up. Like I would have killed for something like that. I fucking dreamed of someone just pulling over in a car and being like. <laughs> Do you, want, do you want head? I'll be like, oh yeah, I want it. <laughs> Turn up late for school. You know what I mean, that's every kid's dream. I've got and the, even like I've got the Debo uh, music here. <laughs> Let's play some of the Debo music. That's not it. That's definitely not it. <laughs> it's Jaws in it, is it? The... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> And she's pulling up on these guys. It's like, you Doing want some like head? Slow, you want some driving head? Driving slowly. Yeah. Just creeping. <laughs> <laughs> that film was fucking hilarious. I'm going to have to watch that film now. Thank you, listener. Oh, did they Did they do a new one? Yeah, it's still in the works, apparently. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, there was even like when all the teachers were sleeping with like students and that, I'm like, where... Where was I? Was I that fucking hideous when I was a kid that no teacher would have banged me? What's going on here? <laughs> Just jealousy coming out with these stories, man. Just jealousy. Because shit that doesn't happen like to you as an adult like that. No. That would never happen no. to you when you're in like your 30s. I think it's literally only happens to you because like when you're a kid, you're out and about. Yeah. You're accessible. When, I, where, when you're in yeah. your 30s, you ain't leaving the house. And you're naive and you're like, oh, this person's got a PlayStation. I can't afford one of them. Yeah. I I remember going around playing some, I think it was, I don't even think it was a PlayStation. I think it was an Xbox. Their very first Xboxes. Do you know the the massive black Xboxes yeah. with a huge X on it? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll play in, it was like some Def Jam fighting game oh, where you were like rappers and you were beating each other up. Yeah. There was some girl that we really... Everyone was really not keen on. We went around our house because she had it because her older brothers had it, and we we're playing it all afternoon. And she just kept bringing us out drinks. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> and go. then eventually, one of us went up the stairs with her, and I was just like, "Lucky he took the bullet." And everyone just started fucking <laughs> looking at each other. <laughs> That'd be me. I wouldn't even be upset about it. I'd be like, "I'll go in." Does anyone want to drink? Can I help you with the drinks? Do you need any help? I'll go into the kitchen. I'll be fucking... Uh, oh, no, I wouldn't be fucking... <laughs> that came out wrong. I don't give a fuck about the Xbox. You know what I mean? I remember she was proper manly and proper aggressive. That's how I'm imagining Debo right now. Their Debo in this story. Like, proper manly and proper aggressive. I can't handle the aggression. Like, you know, I said about that story of Sabina, like, almost throwing me off the bed. Hmm. I was only in the in the air for maybe a second, but that second felt like an hour. 
and it, and and like for that hour in the air, I felt completely useless. He was like, "Hello, darkness, my old friend." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just see see all the disgusting things that could happen to me when like I'm out of my control. <laughs> Anyone that's that's truly like, because people say, oh, "Are you submissive or dominant?" Right? Anyone that is truly submissive, I would never mess with you because that is some fucking. I, I couldn't handle it. Being yeah, I, I would control. never be able to get pegged. I always think about like the guys that just sort of turn around and be like, "Oh yeah, my missus pegs me." Like what? Yeah, and then you, I see all those videos of like, um, like the little women and stuff like that. They're like getting picked up by these massive dudes and getting flung around, and I'm having flashbacks of being just lifted off the bed. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't watch this anymore. So Ter- seriously, seriously about man, how she's fucking terrifying. Actually, this was. This. Oh, it's, fucking terrifying oh no i'm back at the gym now i said to her i was like that's it i was like no more lifting dan up <laughs> so we get going um thank you for the story really appreciate it it's always good to have a bit of a laugh especially on a monday because it did cheer us up i remember when we got this mm. and and uh jamie's a big friday fan so it always cheers him up as well right i'm watching that tonight <laughs> uh right uh, hey guys, I have booked a weekend away in Venice for, with my girlfriend as a surprise. I was trying to think of a romantic way to show her the booking, but I'm really shitty with these types of things. It's not until late October, so you guys have a few weeks to stew on it. I'm thankful for all your help so far. I don't think we're very good with this sort of stuff either. I think I was thinking about this email and I thought the only way take her to like a like a restaurant like an italian restaurant and then and then sort of like drop it in conversation be like oh wouldn't it really be nice to you know i bet venice is really nice this time of year and then she'd be like oh yeah i'd really like to go there and you'd be like bam (laughs) (laughs) we are going there fold (laughs) it into a paper plane and just throw it at her head (laughs) Just sitting across the table right in between her eyes. It's like, whoop, there you go. It's annoying nowadays because you don't get fi- like physical tickets. You know, back in the day where it was really romantic because you'd get two tickets in an envelope. Yeah, and yeah. And... yeah. Now it's like a really badly printed piece of paper, isn't it? Like the ink's run out. Yeah, and that line's like, going through it where, and shit. Where, where are we going? <laughs> what, what does that say? Are we going to Nice? Nice? No, no, Venice. No, Nice. I mean... It's like fuck off, we'll just get on a plane. Um, um how would you do it, Jamie? How would like, if you want to take Charlotte somewhere without her nut well, that sounds really bad. <laughs> Before she knows about it. Um, I, I don't to be I'm not being mean, but I don't think you could do that because I think she's really particular. I can imagine you doing it and her going, I don't want to go there, Jamie. That's a shit holiday. I did it I, once I, with I, Paris. I did Paris in January. I but I, I'd give it to her as a Christmas present. A weekend oh, right. in Paris. Um, went down well. I did well with the hotel. I think as long as you do enough research. Because I, there's, been, I, there's been times and times again where I've booked hotels and cancelled them. Where I've like looked into more after I've already booked them. And I'm like, nah, that's the wrong hotel. You need to book somewhere else. <laughs> I could just imagine you getting crucified. I don't know why. Nah, she's normally quite good with holidays and stuff. Because I, I think I've got good taste. Not necessarily at the beginning of our relationship, but I have now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think, 
have a nice meal. It maybe mm. even laminate, uh, get it like <laughs> written down in a nice in a Imagine nice way and laminate trying to, it. Trying to pull it out of your pocket, it's like an A4 laminated piece of not paper. A4. You just go like a fucking like little card. <laughs> so, so, oh, I got a new job. Here's my business card. <laughs> <laughs> That's the table. <laughs> no, you ain't let me finish, you cheeky cunt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what you said, laminated. Get it laminated, yeah. <laughs> oh, my missus, she eats like a fucking slob. I have to laminate everything. <laughs> a laminated bib. <laughs> um, no, you get like a little laminated thing, just saying two, three nights in Venice or however long you've booked. And like put it in a bunch of flowers and get the people to bring out the flowers at the end of your meal. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not too bad. See, Dan? <laughs> it was romantic in the end, Dan. <laughs> My brain was going everywhere. <laughs> so you said laminated. I'm like, why is he laminating it? She's spilling stuff on it? What's going on here? He wants to use it as a deadly weapon at the end of the night. Fling oh, it instead the of fucking a paper plane, I'm going to make like a fucking bummer. <laughs> <laughs> um i always imagine being romantic just saying to them ah oh, make sure you got this spare we're going somewhere yeah that would and be romantic then, in its own way yeah as well but then i would freak out because i'd be like where are we going like i need to know i, I would set my anxiety off <clears throat> what would uh be more of an I issue is october after you wouldn't know what the weather's like, and you say, "Oh, bring some bikinis and bring whatever." You turn oh, yeah, up that and gives it's it away a bit, raining. Hmm. Yeah, but you say things like "dress for cold weather" or "dress." Well, I suppose cold weather would be like, "Are we going in the fucking snow?" Because I don't like that. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arguments have started. So I'm trying to wipe away the tears of la- the laminated tears <laughs> of laughter, Jamie. <clears throat> um. Well, you're not getting yeah. any fucking laminated paper at Christmas, Dan. <laughs> Tell you that now. Seriously, if you laminated my Christmas card, I'll fucking die. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the best thing to do is like a meal, a really nice meal, mm. and do it and say it then. Um, but I mean, that's just bog standard stuff, isn't it? I mean, I'm not. I don't know if you are Jamie, very creative enough to take her on a fucking gondola in the UK. Be like, you like it in this weather, you wait till we get to Venice. No, I'm not. No, no, <laughs> no. Like the furthest I like... go is I know what kind of food she likes, so I'll just take her to a place that does that. <laughs> and you, you see it on telly where like people get fucking picnic set, set, uh, set up in parks. And I'm like, if I set a picnic up in the park and leave to go pick you up, that ain't, <laughs> that ain't there when I come back. No, that's fucking gone. That's because you know the reality <laughs> show, Stan. It's heavily produced. There's a whole film crew standing yeah. there <laughs> waiting for you yeah. to arrive. And then so they arrive like... and they go, this is what I set up for you. You're like, you didn't set that up, you prick. Some fucking side, <laughs> side guy called Adrian, who brings the coffees, he set that up. Yeah, he's sweating his ass off. Yeah. So, I mean... He ain't getting I mean, busy. the holiday in itself is nice enough. I mean, that's a really nice place to go. Yeah. I've never been, but I always imagine it smelling quite salty. Like stale, you know that smell of water everywhere. Yeah, I, 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 it's one of the places I want to go. Definitely, it's on my list of places I want to go to. Mm. Anyway, um, I hope it goes really well and you have a really great holiday. 
Um, let us know how you decide to tell her. I wouldn't just, you know, make a, you know, beans on toast and then just throw the bit of paper at her. <laughs> or like, do you like sp- uh, alphabet spaghetti and fucking spell it Put out it for her. Sp- <laughs> Venice. Venice, two days. <laughs> you could um, go around your house and just change all the pictures in the house to like Venice. Yeah. Like everywhere she goes, there's pictures she's like, what's going on? And every time she turns the TV on, have a loop, a 10-hour loop of of Venice, (laughs) uh, like someone swimming through the Venice fucking channels or whatever. They play play that music, didn't they? There's music they play when you sit on the... It is the right word, isn't it? Gondola. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just have fun with it. I'm sure she'll enjoy it. A holiday's a holiday, isn't it? Uh, Right. Hi, my two men. I stuck with it a bit with the guy I was dating, but he just wanted to do it. He just wasn't doing it for me. As time got on, it's like he became more comfortable and then soon... It, uh, and that soon... One second. I stuck it with... Uh, <sighs> this is why I haven't recorded my story today. <laughs> I've been doing this all day. I don't know what it is. Like I can't get my words out. Tired, mate, probably. I don't know, after a two-hour nap. I stuck with it a bit with the guy I was dating, but he just wasn't doing it for me. As time got on, it's like he became more comfortable and that soon into a relationship, I wanted it to still just be fun. I'm going to get straight back on the dating scene as I'm no spring chicken and I have a sense of impending old age. Do you guys ever feel too old to make changes in life? I look at my 18-year-old sister and wondered what happens between then and now. It goes so quick. I am lucky enough to sit on a podcast with someone that constantly reminds me of how young he is. (laughs) So, uh, yes, I do know how it feels. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only a couple of years behind you, Dan. I'm only a couple of years behind you. Yeah. When you listen to you speak, though, it doesn't sound it. (laughs) Four years, I think we determined, didn't it? Four years behind me, you are. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of years, mate. It's a lot of years. It is when it comes to pop culture. I, I've definitely noticed that. Um, I don't know. It's a difficult one. I, like I would say, there's there's moments where I feel like I'm too old to make changes, and moments where I'm like in pubs and stuff, and I'm thinking, I turn around, and everyone looks like my like younger cousins who aren't even sixteen yet, and it's like, what the fuck am I doing here? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then, at the same time, I'll go into places. I think we're at a weird stage, you know, and I'm assuming the listeners are at a similar age to us, where they're, they're at a weird stage in their life where you're like in between, where young people are becoming middle aged and where yeah. they're super young. So we're like, I would still class yourself as young right up until, like, you start not feeling it. If you know what I mean. Because I don't think there's anything wrong with being younger younger than your age. I don't think uh, there's anything wrong with us. I, the only thing I've noticed is hangovers are worse. and uh, Mate, everything's worse. Yeah, I, I click and my elbow clicks and my knees click and shit like that. But other than that, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, if I woke, If <coughs> I woke up one morning and something didn't hurt, I'd be weak in the knees, which would then... Stop it because I'm now hurting. Fucking <laughs> 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 have a full on erection. <laughs> be like, Why are you so hard? I don't hurt today. 
I'm excited. <laughs> All my blood's rushing to one area. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's weird, yeah. I think that whole feeling's weird because when you're younger, you get that thing of like, I'm, I'm too young. And now you're getting the whole, I'm too old. Mm. But I think after even like the last episode, we're all in different positions, right? Like you got married super early and you're like got a house with your wife and Jim waited and he's now married and has a kid. Mm. Both of you are younger than me and I've got my own house, but I'm now only just got into what I feel is a serious relationship. Yeah. An actual one. My previous ones were just cluster fucks. Um, so I mean everyone's got their own and when it comes to like your sister and stuff like that like my younger brother and that I thought I'd be a bit more I'm jealous because he's going out at all night at like all times of the night like I used to back at his age yeah and that makes me jealous but then I think myself I can't really be fucking bothered I'm just happy that he's out enjoyed himself with his mates I feel at this age we know What's there at three in the morning? And it ain't yeah. much. No. It's kebab shops and fucking drunken people. It's, there's not that much to be worried about. Like occasionally I'd still go out really late and uh, it writes me off for like three, four days at a time. Do you know what I mean? So I, yeah. I just think it's... I don't think you get too old for things. I think just your wants and needs change as you get a bit older. And like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not interested in staying in a, a nightclub till 4am anymore because I'm fucking... I love my drinking and I love having a laugh and that, but I want to wake up the next day and not be dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And oh, yeah, the yeah. hangovers are that bad that it's not worth it to me anymore. But then I think with this listener that's saying about she still wants it just to be fun with like, like the opposite sex. Mm. I think, and I said that before, I think a couple of episodes ago, I, I was the same thing, right? But that was me saying that the person I'm having fun with, I don't see a future with. Yeah. So yeah. until you, so keep having fun because that you know it's great, obviously. But then when you meet that person that you're like you do the same things together and it just seems to click. Yeah, you're seeing it as like a casual thing up until that point. Yeah, and then yeah. you're like, oh no, I'm I'm happy spending more time and not just having that fun and stuff. So it's hard, you know. Back in the day, people used to get married when they were like fucking seventeen, eighteen, even earlier than that spend the rest of their life together but it's not like that now with social media and different wants and people being the world's a, a bigger place now yeah if you watch 90 days fiance really... <laughs> fucking people on that show um but no I, jamie's absolutely correct i think it's like as you get older you your views and things change which makes you feel like you're not like in that zone yeah but you're just growing up, aren't you? It's just the whole... You just yeah, want different things. It's that metallic. Yeah. What you find fun yeah, is different, isn't it? I remember watching a fucking um, A&E TV show. And there was this something like 75-year-old Chinese man that played badminton like every day. Mm. And I think to myself, like, he ain't old as fuck. I mean, he sounds old as fuck when you say 75. But if you looked at him and he's playing full games of fucking badminton every day... Yeah, yeah, it's probably fitter than most young people. Yeah, exactly. So, um, no, you just got to think of it. It's just your needs are changing. That's what it is. Yeah. And your sister at that age is going to make a hell of a lot of mistakes <laughs> that you're not going to have to deal with. So, 
The amount of times I've ended up in people's kitchens at 5am thinking, what the fuck am I doing here? Do you know what I mean? I remember when I was 18, sadly enough, I was still doing a paper round because I was lazy. (laughs) And um, it was towards the end, like I ended up quitting. Oh no, I ended up firing, I think. I got fired from my paper round. Um, I had everyone around my house when my parents were away, got up. One of my mates was asleep in the in the in the kitchen mm. across the fucking floor. I had to step over him at like five o'clock in the morning to go do my paper round. Came back, stepped back over him, and just went back to sleep. <laughs> He's laying there on the floor. <sighs> if that was me now, I'd get up and there's someone laying on my floor at five in the morning. He's getting a nut shot. I'll be like, I'm "What like, the fuck what is are you doing? doing? Yeah. yeah, why are you on my floor, man? Yeah, there's a fucking bed upstairs. <laughs> go in the bed." Um. But no, hopefully, stay safe. I was when you're doing the dating and stuff. Please stay safe because there's some fucking weirdos out there. But keep having fun till you find that person, and uh, and then it'd be more than that. For sure, so enjoy yourself. Definitely. Uh, right. I'm listening to the Brian episode. I do love these lovable Yanks coming on. I always moan about us not having English um, guests because they're ignorant wankers. But the Americans make fucking quality guests and they're the nicest fucking people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they are definitely. I think all yeah. of the guys we've had on so far and the two ladies from uh, Canada and America, they... Technically American. Yeah. Um, everyone's been nice. We haven't had a bad experience yet. No, they've all been really good to the listeners. Touch they've all wood. given really Touch good wood. advice. So, um, yeah, no, if... if the lovable Yanks are still going to come on. We'll fucking have them. Um, do you both have anything planned to go to the US in the future as a duo for the pod or just on vacation? I I mostly plan to go to Canada because that's where Jim is. Um, if this podcast, I think we've spoke about it, haven't we? If the podcast made money, mm. we would absolutely go to, we'd go see Brian. Yeah, yeah and, we would be, if we started making a reasonable amount of money out of the show, we would um, definitely be going out there and doing a little tour. Not a, uh, not a tour as in like the stand-up tour, but a tour as in like well, having a look around social media, being what it you is. Never know. Um, then we would also, there's a, a listener, you know who you are, um, that we got on really well with. And uh, I'd more than happy go over and spend some time with him as well. Mm. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, so yeah, like I said, if, if we're obviously trying to get this off the floor to get money. Um, but it's just what the future holds, isn't it? But yeah, more than happily go over. And, it's uh, the grind, isn't it? We've just got to see what happens. Yeah. On a personal note, I'm, I am looking to probably try and go to New York sometime in the next couple of years, but that's still very much in discussion. I bet it's a good place. I don't know. New York's never really, there's too many people. It's too busy for me I know but there's been some fucking good deals on the holiday websites <laughs> it's never really appealed to me I've always wanted to go more like if I always said to myself if I was going to do America I'd do like the one end to the other end doing the whole road oh. trip thing um, route 66 yeah kind of yeah going down that route but then at the same time getting that amount of time off work and being paid it'd be a difficult one so yeah I've always wanted to go to Chicago. Mm. I don't know why. I just, uh, I love the food, the music. Yeah, you know I mean, I'd love to love to go to Chicago. But 
you never know. See what the future brings. I tell you, man. I fucking if the podcast took us there, I'd be. I wouldn't. I'd have a heart attack. I wouldn't even make it there. I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> I'd just be like pulling your body off the plane. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd don't be like, worry, Jamie. folks. He's still coming. <laughs> Jamie, even if I die, take my body. <laughs> don't leave me in the UK. Um. But yeah, obviously, if there's any listeners with a lot of money as well, we're happy to take tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm definitely not against that no. i haven't got that much pride i haven't got any so we're all good um right last email i've been with my partner for many years now and i'm starting to notice my mind drifting away a lot i'm starting to fantasize over having a threesome with her and another dude i have a few concerns about bringing it to the table what if i don't like it when it starts seeing her with another guy what if she likes it too much and decides against me as a partner? What if it puts her off because I'm interested in introducing a dude to the mix? What's your opinion, gents? These are all valid concerns. Very, Very valid, valid concerns. concerns. Yeah. <laughs> the most, of the one, the biggest one to me is the what if she likes him better? What if he does it better than me? Yeah, and she realizes then that she can have it better. It's like, and then it's like what happens then yeah you're at a fucking standstill I feel as though my jealousy the jealousy side of my brain that I've like managed to like punch down into um, submission in the recent years of being with Charlotte that would just be completely reignited again and I'll just be my psychopath side will come out again where I'll be like who you texting (laughs) is that Bob I know you enjoyed Bob the other night, but you're not allowed to speak to him about me. That's how that's how I'd end up going. Do you know what I mean? It would just be yeah. And I don't know, I don't know. Maybe if you if you're really into thinking that, maybe try something like a swingers club or doing something like that. So it's a bit more everyone's involved. But I think oh, as yeah. a conversation, you definitely need to be ironing down some rules and speaking it through with the other half to make sure that. You're both into it for the right reasons, and well, at the minute it's only him. <laughs> well, yeah, but he has to put it to her, doesn't he? See what she I, says. I don't even know how you would bring that up in a conversation because to me, I don't like. I've, I've talked about I don't like sharing, mm. and I don't like watching because I get jealous because I want to be involved. So it's a it's a no go for me. So I've never really considered it. It seems exciting, but I think. For me, it seems exciting from a woman-woman point of view. Yeah. Because there's that whole thing that when you're done, they can just finish each other off. But I don't want to be with another dude. Not because there's junk. I can deal with that. I don't give a fuck. It's the fact that if I'm done and he's still going, he's now going on his own with my missus. Yeah. And, th- and you're making no like a glass of milk downstairs or something and all you're hearing is like, yeah, he could be going like for that. another fucking half an hour, hour. You know what I mean? I'm like sitting there waiting for him to be done. I'm I'm in the corner just trying to whack it flaccid, trying to get it back going again. <laughs> I mean, come on, you need to get going. No, I, I, I could. Do you know what? It would, if if I somehow in the fucking craziest realms of society that happened to, to me, uh, and that ends up being the situation I'm in, I think I would actually start a fight to the death. In the, in the room, yeah. I'd, I'd lock the door with a cinder, and I'd just start wailing, just like fucking. I'd I'd pick up anything I could throw at him and just start going for it. And just <laughs> I'd go full caveman. 
<laughs> it's like, Jamie, this was your idea. Jamie, this was your... Hey, I know it was my idea, but I don't like it anymore. <laughs> you just hear the door go... And I'm just like, right! <laughs> you picked the wrong, the wrong house, son, to get your dick out of. Yeah, fucking... Lights go off. <laughs> It'd be like, um, do you know that uh, scene? It reminds me of that scene. Do you know when um, Kevin Hart's trying to teach Will Ferrell how to be in prison when, and they turn the lights off and he's throwing the chickens and shit at him? And he's <laughs> yeah. fucking mental with the room. <laughs> and he has to pull the shank out of his ass. That'd be me. Keistering. Keistering, yeah. Um, I understand it. Like, I can. You know, if you're comfortable in your relationship and loads of people do it, like, yeah, and you're happy enough, and introducing someone else is just a—it's literally just that moment. You never sort of like they don't—you don't do the same person again. It's that one night you've enjoyed yourself and you get on with your life. Then I can see that. I think I'm an overthinker. Something something happens. It's not just happened for me. It's like it will happen again and again in my head when I'm stressed out or when I'm down. So that to me is a, is like poison. You could try to keep, find a way to keep it anonymous as well. There must be apps or something you can use. Yeah. I, I, to me, there's too many like what ifs for it to be. Yeah. To be sort of thing. But no, I think if you've been with her a long time, I don't see why you having like a serious conversation, not just like you're sitting with your bowl of cereal and you'll be like, why don't we have a threesome one day? Like actually sitting down and being like, look, I want to have a conversation. This is how I've been feeling. This is what I've been thinking. Like, what do you think? I don't think that's like, to me, I don't think that's a bad thing because you're expressing how you feel within a, you know, a secure relationship. Mm. Um, I can see how if you're in quite a volatile relationship, sitting down and saying, I want to see you get fucked by another guy is going to cause some problems. Yeah, for sure. It's um, got, yeah, it's got, it could, it could, if it goes the wrong way, it could end the relationship. So you have to be careful. But then I don't know if like, is there a difference saying to a woman, I want to see, I want to have a threesome with another woman. Different to a woman than saying, I want to see with like another man. I think possibly the only thing that I would think, uh, which you might have to stress is that you're not feeling like bisexual yourself. It's like an experience. Because I think that would turn things. a lot of women off if they think that you're going a bit gay as well. Oh, you're just going to suddenly drop them because you're you yeah. Want to try it with the penis, but they have to be there. basically Ross. You get you get Rossed from uh, fucking friends, but in the reverse <laughs> situation, if she thinks she's going to get Rossed. Um, if no one knows that reference, then grow up. It's fucking. I don't think anyone's used that reference in a term. <laughs> <laughs> you might be, you might be the first. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's complicated or like without see this is a problem with the emails and I also love them because it causes us to have crazy conversations but we don't know your partner mm. uh, and we don't know the relationship how long you've been together you know if, if you're stable or anything like that it's really hard to which yeah, is why we also have the disclaimer as well to say don't do anything we say because it's <laughs> we've only got so much information <laughs> Yeah, we've literally got a page of information when really we need like the whole book on your relationship to actually make a proper decision. Um, But no, I I would think about it hard before you put it to her. And if um, you get a negative reaction, leave it as a fantasy and just watch a lot of that during porn. 
Yeah, I think I think sometimes like it's better in your imagination because mm. because you, you imagine you've you've met this guy, you don't know anything about him, you don't know what he's going to be doing, and then like you've now got to coordinate what's happening between you and your missus and this random fella. Yeah, and then what if you see him in Asda the following week? Yeah, and then it's like there's a lot of fumbling around. He's wanting to stick it places, and then he's wanting to stick it in your places, and then it's like. Because how much is he interested in both sexes or just... Yeah, if he turns yeah, I mean, up and he's looking like Hulk Hogan, he's going to take both of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I just... Um, I don't know. But then it could, it's hard to understand because it's not your fantasy, right? Yeah, very true. Yeah. So I'm just looking at the negatives. I'm not looking at the... It could be fun part of... Of what's going on. It might be worth, there's a lot of, I know obviously we don't want to plug other podcasts and stuff, but it might be worth reaching out to, there is a lot of swinging life podcasts and stuff like that, it might be worth seeing yeah, what they say. Like a, a chat room. Yeah, or something like that. I think that. the main thing you've got to be sure of is your relationship. Yeah. If there's any sense in your relationship that there's like, it's like volatile or there could be anything that like it's never, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, you know I mean, but there's relationships out there that you'd like you'd be without with them, and you'd be like, "There's nothing gonna fucking sway them." Like they'll make it for anything. But um, but we will say as well, you only live once. You know what I mean? Like if it's a fantasy and you want to experiment and stuff, and you want her to join in, that's you know, that's better than nothing. You don't want to go off and do it on your own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you want her to be part of that shows that you still are interested in her. And I think that maybe must be something you need to stress as well. Yeah, it's like an ex- you want to uh, you want to achieve this with her. Mm. Um, I think as well though, if she says she's not interested, I think that'd be it. It'd be a, it'd be one of them conversations where it's like, don't bring it up again, don't make digs about it, don't like if she said no, she's not comfortable. You've got to respect the fact that she's not comfortable with it. Yeah, and just say oh, okay. Yeah, that's the end of it. Try and leave and it as then, light-hearted as possible so it's not like a, a deep thing on your relationship. Yeah, like imagine fucking you bring it up and then she starts crying. Fuck. <laughs> that's like, possibly oh, worst, oh, worst case scenario, isn't it? I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I'm just like, why is she crying? I don't know whether I would feel <laughs> worse if she starts crying or whether or she's like, yeah, okay. Oh yeah, like there's no light, there's no spot. Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, I've got a guy already. Like, do you want me to text him? And you're like, what? What do you mean you know someone already? <laughs> I feel like Heine- Heisenberg. Do you ever watch Breaking Bad when Heisenberg's wife cheated on him with Ted on the heated floor? I'd be so... I was, he was so upset. Oh, I was man, like, I'd be fucking... That was the biggest you. betrayal in the whole of Breaking Bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> you can just imagine the conversation just switches, isn't it? It's like, I, I know someone that will do it. And you're like... Uh, what? <laughs> uh, you, oh no! This uh, this conversation now take a turn now, love. Who? And um, you'll never speak to them again, ever. Yeah. Give me their number. That's deleted. Oh, Ted from work. I'll be like, from work. You're leaving now. You're quitting that job. Yeah. You're not letting her go back. <laughs> and then you're sitting out front of the work, waiting for him to get out of his car <laughs> with a rifle. See, this is what I mean. This is why I couldn't get involved in it. I'd end up fucking. No. I'd end up on fucking uh, a CSI program or something. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Definitely for sure. I'd be like, I would go to prison to you, for you, mate. You stay away. <laughs> um, I hope, hopefully, in some of that ramblings, you actually got some help. Um, and if you if you do it, 
let us know. We'd love to hear about the experience. Or Dan would. I don't care. Um, <laughs> and if you don't do it, you know, but let us know. Like I said, every, it's always safe. If, if you reply back, please, you know, let us know how it happened and how you did things because it, any information we can get from you is Helps something that we can then, yeah, we can use with a different listener. So, you know, if you have the time, please, please always reply back to us and let us know how it went so we can, we can log that information. So I love all my reality stuff and all that stuff because I'm I'm looking at the way they're fucking things up, and I'm like, you shouldn't have done it that way. Write that down. <laughs> especially like especially like ninety days. I'm I'm trying to like work out how the other person's gonna fuck it up, and I'll be like, that's why I'm on the fucking podcast because I knew he was gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost professionals, Dan. Professionals. Yeah. One more season of 90 days and I can call myself a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, Jamie, man. Another one. Another one bites the Flying dust. Flying through these. Flying through them. Right, so you requested it and we're going to do it. The first Thursday of every month, we're going to do a movie review. Jamie and I have selected a film that we want each other to watch. And then we can come back with either abuse or praise. It's going to be, well... It'll be as long as it along. But this is the... Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to tell you what films we're going to watch. Obviously, a week or two before it actually comes out. So you can either watch it or you know what's coming up. So do you want to go first, Jamie? Do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. My film for you, Dan, is Sharknado. I haven't, see- I haven't seen that. <laughs> I was trying to think of films you hadn't yeah, seen. Yeah, I've been meaning to one. watch it because I know that you, uh, Charlotte's obsessed with it, isn't she? Obsessed. Um, am I gonna, am I going to come back on that Thursday and be like, I've watched all? What's how many there? Five, seven, I think. Fuck me! I'll be like, me and Spina have watched all seven Sharknados. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of them annoying things I know that you're going to like somehow find joy out of it, and I'm going to hate it. <laughs> Well, we'll have to wait and see. I do love my shit films, so... Well, Jim will tell anyone that. All right, then. I'll watch that. It's fine. Sabina listens to this, so she'll she'll make a mental note that we've got to watch it. So it's all right. Um, is it on anything? Uh, it used to be on Amazon, so I don't know if it's still on there. Oh, okay, I'll have to have a look. So, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but... So, my movie for you is called The Art of Self-Defense. Art of Self-Defense? Okay. Okay, you haven't seen it. No, I've not seen it. Yeah. So, um, so everyone knows what Sharknado is. So this one for you is like an indie film. I feel okay. like it's an indie film, but it basically the premise is um, this guy gets mugged and he's like shit scared now, but he decides to join um, a karate self defense class. Yeah, and then it's all about how he, you know, he's trying to toughen himself up. But for me, I was. I started off really low expectations and then towards the end there was a great fucking twist in it and I was like, nah, this is pretty good. One of those ones that I think... Oh, really? See, yeah. <laughs> so I think you'll find it funny and interesting, but, but you know, tune in. That's why we say make sure you subscribe to the channel so you know when it comes out. We'll, um, we'll mention it again in the next one, but on that Thursday, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm hoping you like the film because I was plenty surprised. Yeah, I'm hoping so. It's it's good to even have no idea about a film and go into it blind. That's going to so. be the tough thing about this is that that's why I'm, I have to pick older films, right? Because <laughs> I know anything new, you've probably seen it. <laughs> well, if you've seen it before, it's, it would always just be good to rehash it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm probably going to watch it again to make sure that I uh, 
when you're talking about it, I know what you're talking about because it's been a while. So as always, uh, it's been a great episode. We've got more guests coming in the future, so uh, keep an eye out for them. Um, if you want any uh, questions sent into the show, got any content ideas, or you've got any feedback just for us, um, send it into two men no hope at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and do all the other social media sites for us just to give us a little bit of a boost. This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bruv. That's so much more off my mind.